moving on then, Tanya has prepared a little presentation for us uh, about why have a wedding celebrant at all, which is a very interesting topic to tackle. So, Tanya, I'm going to uh, just bring your slides up for you now, and then I'll let you uh, take the wheel. Thank you. Well, um, much like Carly, um, I could talk forever on this. So, <laughs> James, you'll just have to, to stop me um, if I go on for too long, because uh, it is something, obviously, I'm passionate about it, and I can talk forever. So I've made myself some notes. If you see me glancing down, it's to try to keep myself on track. So um, really, why, why have a celebrant? The, the, the crucial thing with having a celebrant, and it's, it's still something that's quite new in this country, um, is the idea of the ceremony being completely yours. The idea is that a celebrant ceremony is exactly the way you want it. Now, whether that's location, whether that's content, timing, it's just, it's all about you. And the slides that I'm going to have coming up are, are pictures of couples that I've married recently uh, this year and, and with a little comments that they were kind enough to, to send to me. But all of them really are saying the same thing, that they wanted their ceremony to be personal to them. And that's what they get with a celebrant. So with a red, I used to be a registrar, so I've, I've seen it from the other side. And with uh, registrar ceremonies, we try to make them, most of us try to make them as nice for you as we can, but we are restricted. There are rules, there are certain words you have to say, there are so many things that you can't say. And so it makes it quite restrictive. And, you know, I have lots of couples now who want to have the traditional vows, you know, the ones to happen to hold for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health. Um, and you can't have that in a registrar-led ceremony because it comes from the Book of Common Prayer and you can't have anything with any religious connotation in a registrar ceremony, but you can with a celebrant. So you can have anything you like. You can have any readings. You can have any songs. What's becoming quite popular, and I don't know whether it's just my couples or I don't know, is um, having sing-alongs instead of a reading. So we had a fantastic one with a, a couple who had You Are My Sunshine um, as a sing-along song right at the beginning of their ceremony. So we had the lyrics all printed um, on all the sheets, on all the seats, and everybody sang along, and it was just wonderful. And I've got one in a couple of weeks where we're having Stand By Me at the end of the ceremony, and everybody's going to sing along with that. And it's that sort of thing that you can have in a, a celebrant ceremony. You can have really literally anything you want at all. So that's the main thing really, is that the content of the ceremony is about you. And we will go to great lengths. We will meet you, we will chat with you, we will find out how you met. This, this is the best bit for us really, it's the nosiness. We like being nosy. <laughs> Finding out how you met, um, where, where the proposal was, what drives you mad about each other? What are the things that you really love doing together? And all of that is built into your ceremony. So you have, for my couples generally, they want a fairly traditional ceremony. So they want the walk up the aisle. They want to be given away. They want to exchange rings. They want to say vows to each other, but they want it to be personal to them. So that's what they get from me. The other big thing with a celebrant wedding is it can be anywhere you like. So as Carly was saying earlier, the idea of a, a waterfall or the beach or um, your own back garden. I've done a ceremony in a couple's back garden 
um, which was lovely because you can't you can't get more um, family oriented than that that it's actually in their home and in their background. And it was just lovely. Um, so it can be anywhere. Um, but that also means you can have it in a venue that's licensed. You may have seen the perfect licensed venue. Sorry, I'm just trying to move that on, but I think it's not good. Oh, there we are. Um, so this is an, an example. You can see that's a, um, a hotel that's used for a lot of licensed weddings, but they wanted something that was personal to them. And you can have it, you know, the fact that it's a celebrant ceremony doesn't matter. You can have it anywhere. And the other thing with a licensed venue is they will be licensed for particular rooms. So it may be, as in this venue, not in this particular case, but they have a lovely little room that takes about 12 people. But it's not licensed for legal ceremonies, but it's beautiful for a little intimate ceremony that's celebrant led and we can do that anywhere. Or there's another venue that I go to quite a lot where they have four rooms licensed inside, but nothing outside and they have the most beautiful grounds. But as a celebrant, doesn't matter. We can go outside and have the ceremony outside. So location really is the second big reason. The third one, I sort of, I say it's practice makes perfect, which is, with a celebrant, you have complete control over your ceremony, over the content of it, over everything to do with it, the choreography, everything. And you will have a lot of contact with your celebrant from the moment you book right up to the day itself. And most celebrants will be happy to chat to you, talk to you. If you're local, meet with you as many times as you like leading up to your ceremony so you can talk about everything and it's 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 always lovely how the ceremony evolves over time so i've got a couple that i'm marrying in a couple of weeks who started off wanting just a really very straightforward ceremony they didn't want to write their own vows they didn't want to have any readings they just wanted it very simple and very straightforward. And that's lovely. And as time's gone on, they thought, oh, do you know what we're going to have? But one of our friends is going to sing a song in, in the middle of the ceremony. These are the couple who are now having stand by me at the end of the ceremony. And it's just evolved. over, And that's lovely. So nothing is set in stone. It can it can change as we go along. And it's entirely up to you. And of course, the beauty with a celebrant is that most of us will offer a rehearsal. If you want to have a rehearsal before the big day, um, we're happy to come along to the venue whenever you fix it up with the venue and walk you through. And it's, it's surprising. Actually, it's surprising how often it's the grooms who want it. <laughs> who, who just want, or they know that all they, they, they always say to me, well, all I'm going to do is stand here, but they want to see the rest of it unfold if you like so that then on the day all they've got to do is just that moment of turning around and seeing and I love that I love that um, but you get that chance if you want it not everybody wants it but if you want it you can actually walk things through so that when the day comes you're completely relaxed about everything and just ready to enjoy the day and really the last big thing about having a celebrant is that the day is yours it's your day and only your day. As a registrar in the summer, I would always have at least two ceremonies on a Saturday, quite often three and not unusual to have four. So 
there is that thing about timing that if somebody's late getting there, if <laughs> there was one occasion when um, the makeup artist was having a bit of a meltdown because she had seven bridesmaids plus the bride, plus the bride's mother, plus the groom's mother, plus auntie so-and-so who turned up unexpectedly. And it was all running a bit late. And as a registrar, I kind of have to say, well, tough luck. You know, if you're not ready in five minutes, I've got to go. And that's horrible, horrible mm -hmm. for everybody. As a celebrant, you've got me for the day. So whatever happens, doesn't matter. We can we can rejig. We can be completely relaxed. And again, that feeds back into the ceremony. If you want to have lots of things going on, if you just want to have a song that's actually played all the way through and not just that little bit that they can fit in in the registrar ceremony, we can do it because we're not watching the clock. So really, it's just about you having the ceremony that you want and so that the big things really are that it's personal to you it can be wherever you want and whenever you want you can have the time you want it can be as long or as short as you want and you can rehearse it you can practice it you can tweak it until you're completely happy with it so for a you know a celebrant wedding really is about you and that's that's the big thing that's the big difference I'm going to stop now because I could go on. That, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. Yes, there's a lot of really, really good points raised there. Thank um, you. I know you've, you've given us like a few examples, but what would you say is the, is the most unusual or quirky request you've had? And um, how, does it, how does it turn out on the day? Well, um, I've got, I had a Stonehenge uh, renewal of vows, which I, I talked about early on. So that was lovely because they wanted a very um, full on hand fasting, if you like. So lots of couples now are having a sort of simple hand fasting at the end of their ceremony, which is gorgeous. I love it. Uh, this this couple had the full um, the full hand fasting ceremony. So that was interesting. Um, I've got one coming up next year where we're having a bit of a Harry Potter theme going on. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> it's one half of the couple is very keen on Harry Potter. The other one tolerates it, I think. So we're not going full on, but we're going to have little references throughout the ceremony. So that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to putting that one together. That's going to be good fun. And I had one last year when I just started doing this on my own, um, with a Star Wars theme. So again, we've had just little lines put in that no one else would really recognize as anything. So it's not a big, you know, we're not turning up as stormtroopers, although you can if you want to. Um, but it was, I mean, and some couples do do that with, you know, with celebrants. They, they want the whole, um, you know, the whole thing where everybody dresses. And I, I did go to one once. I wasn't the celebrant, but I went to one where it was an Alice in Wonderland theme and everybody dressed up. It was fantastic. So you can do that. But lots of my couples, as I say, they want the traditional white dress, the, the chappiness. They want the traditional look. Throughout the ceremony, we just put little. So the Star Wars one was brilliant because it was really challenging for me and interesting just to drop those little lines in that they would recognize and their friends would recognize, but no one else would know they're there. So, yeah. Brilliant. So, Carly and Terry, do you think you've got any questions that brides and grooms should be asking Tanya about um, why have a celebrant or how to have a celebrant or how to choose a celebrant? 
So I think the thing is that it I get asked, Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I you think go we, first. We probably have the same question because one of the questions I get asked regularly is, but it's not legal, is it? And I think that's still is quite a drawback for some couples. Um, and I mean, it, it, it was definitely one of the things that caused me to go abroad was that I wanted, I didn't want to have to go through it twice <laughs> was my kind of thought process. So what do most of your couples do around that? Do you find that some do it before or after or kind of 98% probably um, do it before and I have to say it isn't the way that they look at it rather than thinking of doing it twice. Their wedding day is the day that I do. Their wedding mm. day is their yeah. celebrant yeah. ceremony. Mm. The other bit, the legal bit, is registering their marriage. So I always sort of liken it, as as James will know, to um, the birth of a child. Because yes. I think, yeah. you know, the birth of a child, by law, you have to register the birth in a register office. How you choose to celebrate it is up to you. And I sort of liken it to that. But if you're getting married, you have to go and register the marriage but how you choose to actually have your ceremony is up to you. And mm. most couples, it, it's still, as you say, it's still relatively new in this country. But I met with, um, uh, well, I married a, a couple in August, at the beginning of August, that I met them last year. They were uh, recommended, I was recommended to them by a venue, which was lovely. Um, so I went to meet them for coffee and said to them, so, you know, what do you know about uh, about celebrant ceremonies? And they said, well, not very much. So I said, well, you know, the first thing I have to tell you is it's not a legal ceremony. Now, they didn't know that. The venue had oh, okay. to mind that, uh, <laughs> that it wasn't a legal ceremony. So um, so I said to them, oh, well, you know, you're probably here under false pretenses then. But, um, you know, we stayed and had a chat anyway. And obviously they booked me anyway. And they really liked the idea of uh, actually just doing the, the legal bit on their own. With their, They just had a couple of friends as witnesses. Um, and then just having a ceremony, their ceremony actually, um, was mostly in rhyme because they had to oh, think wow. about that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so cool. again, that was a great fun to do. Yeah. So, but they couldn't have done that otherwise. And so I think mm. it's, although the legal, it's not a legal ceremony in that sense, for most people, that's kind of, it's almost a minor consideration because as I say, it's going into the register office, it's saying a few words, signing a piece of paper. That's done. And then having the day you want. Yeah, I have to say, I think the the funniest thing is because uh, I um, offer kind of <clears throat> celebrant services as as part of our elopement stuff that we do in the UK. And I say to when I meet people at fairs and they say, "No, no, my friend got married outside." <laughs> they <laughs> definitely did, and I say, "No, no, they didn't." <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> you, you might think they did. <laughs> you might have been at their ceremony. But that's prob- the thing. That, and I think that's amazing. I think if you can, people it's don't come care. And- <laughs> so it's, it's making that distinction between the legality, you know, and, and, but to them, yes, they did get married under a tree because that to them, they were saying their vows yeah. to each other. That was their wedding day. Sorry, I am. Yeah, I could go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's really important. I think it's really important. <laughs> I should think most of us could go on about the, the place that we're in, you know, with whatever it is you do. Exactly. And I mean, that's I... We... Mm. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I must admit, when I did uh, the question and answer 
thing for the uh, why is a wedding cake the most important thing at a wedding? A lot of the things that I found out, I surprised surprised myself when I did a search on on the internet. But I am going to post it on Facebook so that people can read it because there's a lot of information there, and a lot of people don't realise how far back it goes. Yeah, and yeah. how important it is. I do. I think as well, like, behind in, it as well. In most cases, and 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 when I came to get married, I, I, no one in my close family come from a very small family. And no one else had got married for 20 odd years. And I didn't really know where to start. And I think when I, I speak to a lot of brides in a similar situation, you just go, I don't know what I'm meant to do because you're probably only going to do it once, <laughs> you know, and, and even if you are doing it a second time, it's probably changed since the first time you did it. And I think there's a lot of a, a little bit like, you know, when you first buy a house and you think, I have no idea what I meant to be doing. Absolutely. You know, I need someone to guide me Absolutely. through that process. It's and, it's and for us as celebrants, of course, we're still fighting, not fighting, but there's still um, a lot of venues don't really understand mm. about a celebrant and, and how that works. And so quite often we find that couples will book their venue because obviously that's kind of one of the first things off the list, isn't it? Book mm. the venue. And then the venue will say to them, right, now you must go and book your registrar. And they never mm. even suggest looking at any other, anything else so, yeah and as you say people don't know and would just go off and do that of course they will yeah and I mean we because I, I say a bit but my my previous life I used to work in venues and I used to get brides and who would come to me and say you know oh, okay I, I want this as my venue and I used to work in a in a stately home that had a beautiful chapel well of course you can't get you you can't have a a legal ceremony in a chapel it's just it, it's a deconsecrated space you can't do it and mm. um has lots of religious icons in there etc and I say no that they're not the rooms that you can be married in you know and I think again it's that that kind of disappointment of oh I didn't I didn't realize that you know I can't have songs with religious connotations and I can't have all this stuff that comes with not having a religious ceremony and it is I think it does catch people out a lot definitely I think as well it's people losing sight in a way of what's important it's their mm. wedding day i'd like to think i know obviously i'd like to think but <laughs> the ceremony is kind of the main thing isn't it you know the, yeah. the reason that there the reason everyone's there is they're getting married and i'd like to think that the ceremony actually was quite important to them yeah and i think sometimes people sort of forget about it in the midst of everything else they're, they're picking everything else and they they forget sometimes that they do have a choice or they don't know that they have a choice. Well, yeah, and I was going to say the other thing, of course, is that you you sometimes don't have a choice of registrar. Is that, oh, you, you know, that's right. you, you know so, that, even if I, the venue recommend them. It, no, no, or, no. You can, you can um, I shouldn't say this really, but you can <laughs> uh, happen to know a red because when I was a registrar, obviously I did have friends who, wanted me to marry them and I did um, because when you give notice if you happen to know a registrar that you'd like to perform your ceremony when you give and they are in the same area in which you're giving notice of course I couldn't go and marry somebody in Yorkshire but um, mm. I could in West um, but so you can when you give notice if you know a local registrar that you'd like to marry you can ask for them no guarantee you'll get them yeah no, exactly somebody but you don't know until the day who you've got yeah and I just think 
like you say what and that happened at, I mean my wedding I was I, I got married in a chapel in Vegas so we had no real you know you talking about rehearsals earlier it made me laugh because in our we said to them we, we're not really bothered about we don't want to do personal vows I cry at anything so I was like this is never going to happen <laughs> and um so we said look we just you know we just want a really plain ceremony nice but just no kind of lavishness but this guy had such a strong accent when he married us that I at one point I didn't actually know what he said and he was asking me to repeat it and I lit and I, I mean it's hilarious we have a video of it and it's actually hilarious but you just think if we'd have had a rehearsal this would have been fine <laughs> and it always made, and we still say it to each other now because I thought he said I'm a bear he did not say I'm a bear um but I, now, now, now me and my husband say it to each other so it's hilarious but it just I had no idea what this guy said to me and it was you just think that that sort of thing is so easily avoided if you just get to know the person that you're dealing with and exactly. it's, it's quite important <laughs> one of the advantages of getting married in church at least you do get a rehearsal mm, yeah, I didn't we yeah. packed up I mean, just face each other to say our vows yeah I mean I'd I didn't know if I'd get all the way through it. I thought I'm either going to cry or die laughing. No. I don't know which is kind of why. I did on the day. He said, just get that out of the way today. Yeah. Quite right. Fantastic. So any other questions for Tanya about uh, wedding celebrants? Not for me. No, I was going to ask the same question, but <laughs> we've got that answered. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right. Well, I suppose that's uh, that's all we've got time for today, guys, because I'm starting to look like a deleted scene from the Blair Witch Project. I'm in a tent. <laughs> I did think now. I've um, got all of your light. That's what's actually going stolen, on here. Stolen limelight, Carly. Can I have some <laughs> of it back? <laughs> Sorry bit. about that. <laughs> no, it's quite all right. Um, right. Cool. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been a very, very, very good meetup today. I think there's lots and lots of great stuff covered there. Um, certainly a lot of good information. Uh, for people so um definitely 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 some really great education there and thank you very much so uh can I just say one thing before we go oh, sorry terry can i just say one thing before we before we go because they sure. did mention about uh the time scale for booking things i did post on uh, my facebook page a list of everything that you need to do for the wedding and when you need to do it so it's a good idea to go and have a look at that Mm. So that people have an idea when they should be starting and which are the most important things to do in the first place. And it gives you a time scale all the way up, right up to the wedding. Fantastic. So that's your Facebook page. That's my Facebook page. Yeah. Right, that's I'll terrific. repost it on there terrific. and then, uh, and then you can see it then. Okay. Brilliant. Excellent. Thanks very much. Okay, well, um, if you've been watching, thanks very much for watching us. We hope you've learned some fantastic stuff there. We certainly have some surprise moments. And a huge thank you to my lovely co-hosts, uh, Tanya, Carly, and Terry. Um, thanks for the time, and thanks for sharing your education. I'm sure people will find great value in all of that. Um, so that just leaves me to say, remember, everybody, that you are just one inspiration away, and we hope to see you again next time on our next Wedding Espresso Meetup. So uh, bye from all of us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.